0: This is a place that we explore the most fascinating developments in technology, entrepreneurship, space exploration, SpaceX, Tesla, the boring company, all things. The Tesla Cybertruck recently faced off against the Baja 1000, one of the most demanding off-road trails in the world. With two Cybertrucks fresh off the assembly line and a Starlink mobility unit, Tesla live-streamed the test drive that took the trucks through a variety of terrain stretching up to 900 miles. And guess what? The video has garnered over 2 million views so far. So let's start by talking about this incredible test drive. An engineer from Tesla was on board and set the tone at the beginning saying, success is uncertain, but excitement is guaranteed. And the terrain they drove through did justice to that statement. We're talking mountains, deserts, forests of cacti, and even salt ponds. And the route started in San Diego and had been ongoing for about a week when Tesla went live with the video feed. This is not just a walk in the park. This is a strenuous test designed to push the Cybertruck completely to its limits. Now, the Cybertruck showcased its off-road capabilities, which include air suspension and active dampers, and the terrain they navigated was as varied as you can imagine. According to the engineer, they went through Baja Deserts, Sandy Washes, and Rocky Ridges, They even made it through forest filled with giant cacti and crossed several mountains. It wasn't all smooth sailing, though. The team reported two flat tires during the journey, but even then, the Tesla engineer declared the test a resounding success. And this adventurous trek served as a compelling real-world test for the Cybertruck, showing off its versatility and resilience in a range of challenging environments. Now, let's backtrack a bit. Cybertruck has been in the spotlight since it was first introduced in Texas after overcoming supply chain delays that had postponed its 2019 launch. Tesla CEO Elon Musk said it was expected to be released sometime this year, and it was unveiled at a grand opening party of Tesla's Giga Texas manufacturing facility on April 7th, 2022. The event was a mega bash that attracted thousands of electric car enthusiasts. And given the anticipation, Tesla took the opportunity to host this test drive. The route was carefully mapped out, with charging stations set up at hotels along the way. And as the engineer pointed out, the trip covered the entire Baja Peninsula down to Cabo, clocking in at 1,280 miles. This makes it a replicable route for any Tesla owner intrigued enough to try it for themselves. Now let's talk about what makes the Cybertruck a standout vehicle in the first place. The truck uses ultra-strong glass and a polymer-layered composite designed to absorb and redirect impact. It boasts what Tesla describes as a nearly impenetrable exoskeleton. This is all about strength and endurance, from its stainless steel structural skin to Tesla's armored glass. The Cybertruck isn't just about durability. It's also quite functional. It can handle a payload of up to 3,500 pounds and has a towing capacity of over 14,000 pounds, plus it includes onboard power and compressed air. And the Tesla engineer involved in the test drive summed it up by calling the trucks hardcore, super fun, and super reliable. Now, according to Elon Musk, during a Tesla shareholder meeting in May, the company aims to produce around 250,000 Cybertrucks each year, subject to demand and subject to change. And when first announced, Prospective buyers could reserve the truck for an initial deposit of just $100. Originally slated to cost under $40,000, current estimates by auto research firm Kelly Blue Book suggests that the starting price may be a little bit closer to $50,000. Share prices of Tesla, which had risen more than 110% year over year, saw a minor dip of nearly 2% in pre-market trading lately. Now, this, however, has not dampened the enthusiasm around Tesla's project. The Cybertruck's capabilities and its sleek design continues to capture imagination and market interest alike. Now, despite all the buzz, Tesla's shares took that little slight dip. Elon Musk himself has expressed confidence in the Cybertruck. In response to a report that did not include any legacy automakers in the top 10 competitive list, Musk tweeted, Chinese automakers are the most competitive in our experience, showing he believes Tesla's innovations are ahead of the curve. Next, we have an absolutely fascinating story that touches upon our unending quest to understand the universe and our place in it. It's about NASA's seven-year mission, OSIRIS-REx, to the asteroid Bennu and the bounty of scientific treasures it has brought back to our Earth. Now, the mission recently concluded revealing some unexpected finds that could reshape our understanding of planetary sciences, and it also opens up a world of possibilities for future space exploration. Astronomers and scientists are exhilarated over the initial results coming out of the OSIRIS-REx mission. The spacecraft's voyage to Bennu culminated in September, when a capsule carrying rock samples and space dust safely landed in the Utah desert. The samples are already showing compelling findings, offering hints to some of the biggest questions in science. How did Earth become a water planet? What are the resources available on rich asteroids like Bennu? And what does this mean for the future of space missions? Now, interestingly, the OSIRIS-REx mission has uncovered a lot more material than anticipated. Upon opening the external container, scientists found samples that had actually leaked out. This happy accident allowed for a quick preliminary analysis, which revealed some intriguing discoveries. The asteroid bits included waterlogged clay minerals that could explain Earth's water origins. Asteroids similar to Bennu may have crashed into Earth long ago, filling our oceans and making our planet habitable. Now, in addition to this, scientists found sulfur and magnetite in the samples. These elements are critical for many geological transformations, and may have played a central role in the origin of life on Earth. The asteroid is also rich in carbon, the key element in the building blocks for life. So it appears that OSIRIS-REx didn't just bring back rocks, it brought back a scientific treasure trove that will keep researchers busy for years to come. A great thing about the Bennu mission is its multiple dimensions. NASA and various corporations have their eyes set on asteroid mining as a way to propel human exploration further into the solar system. And understanding Bennu will help to identify what resources exist on similar asteroids. More importantly, it will also offer insights into how challenging it would be to harvest and process these resources for fuel and other uses. There are high stakes involved in the economics and logistics of space mining. For example, could we use the carbon found at Bennu for constructing habitats or energy generation in space? Could sulfur be used in some chemical processes or power generation? And if so, Would this radically alter the cost dynamics of human settlements on other planets or other moons? And moreover, understanding the mechanical properties of asteroids like Bennu could influence the design and functionality of mining robots in the future. The OSIRIS-REx mission provides invaluable data about the composition, density, and structural integrity of asteroidal material, which would be useful for future space mining operations. What's also compelling is that the OSIRIS-REx mission doesn't just stand alone. Japanese space missions have also returned samples from other asteroids, although in smaller quantities. Comparing samples from different missions could provide a fuller picture of the variety and distribution of resources in the asteroid belt, enabling a more comprehensive strategy for space resource exploitation. Now, the mission to Bennu isn't only about understanding our origins or fueling the future space voyages, it's also about planetary defense. Now, Bennu falls under a small category of asteroids with orbits that might intersect with Earth's. According to scientific calculations, there's a 1 in 2,700 chance that Bennu could collide with Earth by September 2182. While not a planet killer like the one that eradicated the dinosaurs, Bennu is large enough to destroy several cities or generate massive tsunamis. Now, understanding the nature and trajectory of asteroids like Bennu, helps to develop strategies to alter the path of potential Earth-impacting objects. Scientists could use the insights gleaned from the mission to devise methods of changing an asteroid's orbit, employing taxes such as kinetic impactors or gravity tractors.
1: This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe,
0: by grasping the properties of this asteroid, humanity can better prepare to deflect similar objects that may be on a collision course with Earth in the future. This kind of knowledge, combined with international cooperation, could provide a shield against asteroidal threats, making the planet a little safer for future generations. And in the time when bad news seems to dominate the headlines, OSIRIS-X mission offers a very positive narrative. NASA has collaborated closely with space agencies in Japan and Canada, along with scientists from dozens of countries around the world. This is a testament to how missions of cosmic curiosity can bring humanity together, uniting us in a common quest for knowledge rather than pulling us apart. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson encapsulated the sentiment when he rhetorically asked, why are we doing this? His answer was pretty straightforward, though. He said, because at NASA, we're trying to find out who we are, what we are, where we came from, and what our place is in this vastness we call the universe. And such collaborations extend beyond mere scientific endeavors. They serve as proof that international cooperation can produce outcomes that benefit everybody involved. It fosters a sense of global unity, revealing that when humans work together toward a common objective, extraordinary things can be accomplished. So what's next? The samples from Bennu will continue to be analyzed for years, offering continuous revelations about our solar system. Earth's origins, and the possibility for space explorations in the future. The OSIRIS-REx spacecraft itself is now headed toward another asteroid, Apophis, adding another chapter to its already extraordinary journey. And in the coming years, the data from OSIRIS-REx will be coupled with other missions to build a composite understanding of the solar system's resources, threats, and mysteries. New missions might even extend to other celestial bodies, exploring moons and planets with the same zeal we've demonstrated for asteroids with ships like SpaceX's Starship. Now, the real beauty of this mission and why it's so electrifying is that we're at the very beginning of understanding what we found. As we analyze the samples more, we'll be uncovering surprising insights that could alter our understanding of the universe and our place in it and how the Earth was actually formed. Now, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the show. If you enjoyed this journey into the wonders of space exploration and further universe, hit the subscribe or the follow button on the platform you're listening on right now. Moving on, we're going to explore a fascinating collaboration between fashion and space exploration. Prada, the Italian luxury fashion house, has teamed up with Axiom Space to design lunar spacesuits for NASA's upcoming Artemis 3 mission. This mission aims to send humans to the moon in 2025, aboard a SpaceX Starship rocket. And this will include the first woman to walk on the lunar surface. Now, it seems fashion and space exploration have found common ground. Prada recently announced their partnership with Axiom Space to design spacesuits for NASA's Artemis missions. Now, this is going to happen in 2025, and the mission is historic in many ways. Not only does it mark humanity's return to the moon after more than 50 years, but it also includes plans for new people to step on the moon, including the first woman. Now, Lorenzo Bertelli, Prada's group marketing director, spoke enthusiastically about the collaboration. And according to Bertelli, the ethos of Prada aligns seamlessly with the adventurous spirit required to venture into new realms like space exploration. Now, the company intends to leverage its decades-long experience and experimentation, cutting-edge technology, fabrics, and design expertise for this project. Axiom Space, for their part, has been vested with the responsibility of developing space infrastructure for NASA's Artemis 3 mission. And in a statement, Axiom CEO Michael Sufredini lauded Prada's prowess with raw materials and manufacturing techniques as key to creating a comfortable yet functional spacesuit. Now, as for the spacesuits themselves, specifics are still under wraps, but indications are there that Prada will build upon a prototype previously released by Axiom. Last year, Axiom secured a $228 million contract to design these suits as part of a larger $1.3 billion package focused on the 2025 mission. Now, these aren't just any spacesuits. They come equipped with joints designed to offer more flexibility than those worn during the Apollo missions. The suits are also expected to feature built-in HD cameras, allowing a real-time connection back to Earth. The overall aim is to offer astronauts an enhanced ability to explore the lunar surface and conduct scientific experimentation. Now, this isn't the first time a company traditionally focused on fashion has ventured into spacesuit design, though. If you look back to the Apollo 11 mission, you'll find that International Latex Corporation more famous for designing Playtex bras and girdles, was tasked with creating the suits for Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Now, these suits were complex and very expensive, comprising 21 layers of various materials like synthetics, neoprene rubber, and metallized polyester films. And they cost a staggering $100,000 each at that time. Neil Armstrong himself noted the effectiveness and reliability of the suit he wore. In a letter to NASA... Armstrong highlighted not just the suit's photogenic qualities, but its ability to function flawlessly in the harsh conditions of space. Prada's history with design and technology is more nuanced than one might initially consider. The company's involvement in sailing through the Luna Rasa Challenge for the America's Cup has given them unique insights into materials science and high-stress engineering. As Lorenzo Bertelli, Prada's group's marketing director, highlighted, They're going to transfer that wealth of knowledge to the development of these lunar suits. It's an incredible leap from sea to space, but one that Prada is uniquely positioned to make. And on the flip side, NASA has been pushing the envelope in human space exploration since its inception. And though its Artemis 3 mission is monumental, planning to send the first woman and person of color to the moon, the agency recognizes that suits are critical technology. They've got a history, too, a legacy of working with unexpected partners. So NASA teaming up with a high-fashion brand like Prada isn't as far-fetched as it seems. Axiom Space is the glue that binds these two titans together. Founded in 2016, the company is in the business of making space accessible, not just for astronauts, but also to private citizens. And Axiom has its own plans, beyond NASA's missions, to build a commercial space station and the suits developed in collaboration with Prada will find their use not only on the moon, but also in future spacewalks from Axiom's own orbiting platform. It's a multifaceted partnership, one where each player brings something irreplaceable to the table. So what's next in this high-stakes, high-fashion space venture? Axiom Space is not just stopping at designing suits in the U.S. for NASA. The company is also planning to launch the first segment of its commercial space station in 2026. Now, this move could eventually see the Prada-designed suits adapted to this new commercial space station for commercial spacewalks for regular people, pedestrians like you and me. It's clear that the partnership between these two is more than just the static. It's also pushing the boundaries of what's possible between fabrics and fashion and space exploration, and it unites seemingly disparate worlds. Prada and Axiom are charting course for the future one that promises to be as stylish as it is ambitious. Sticking with the NASA topic, we're going to be talking about a very compelling SpaceX and NASA mission that aims to explore an asteroid called Psyche. This asteroid isn't just any old space rock, though. It's largely metallic and resembles the Earth's core. And with the launch slated as soon as this Thursday from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida, the Psyche mission is expected to open new frontiers and our understanding... Of planetary formation. I will be covering various aspects of this mission from the spacecraft's journey to why this particular asteroid is so vital for scientific research. And you can also check out the live stream on Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on our YouTube channel at Space News Pod. Now, the idea for exploring an asteroid may seem very futuristic, but the future is very close. NASA's Psyche mission has been in the works for quite some time, with a year-long delay throwing a small wrench into the planning of this mission. Now, nevertheless, the spacecraft, named after the asteroid it aims to explore, is prepped and almost ready for its expedition. And the launch vehicle for this mission? SpaceX's triple-core Falcon Heavy rocket, which will propel the spacecraft on a six-year, 2.2 billion-mile journey. This is not just another mission, though. It's a first in many ways. Notably, it's the first time NASA is targeting an asteroid that isn't primarily rock or ice, and instead Psyche consists mostly of metal, and the mission could offer insights into the cores of terrestrial planets, including our own Earth. That's a scientific jackpot, considering that the Earth's core remains inaccessible for direct study. Now the countdown is on, and the launch window is narrowing, and the Psyche mission has launch opportunities Every day between October 12th and October 25th with a 20% chance of favorable weather conditions. NASA and SpaceX are charting October 12th at precisely 10.16 a.m. Eastern Time for this much-awaited liftoff. So what makes Psyche so special? Located about three times farther from the Sun than Earth, this asteroid could harbor secrets that shed light onto the core structure of terrestrial planets. Named after a Greek goddess, Psyche has fascinated scientists because of its uniqueness in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. And planetary formation is a very chaotic process. And Psyche could be the exposed core of a planet that never got the chance to form completely. Scientists theorize that it is composed mainly of nickel iron, which makes it different from other celestial bodies like Mars, Venus, and Earth that are abundant in iron oxides. And unlike these planets, Psyche doesn't appear to have much in the way of iron oxides, suggesting a different kind of planetary formation history. It's a 140-mile-wide chunk of metal and rock, potentially offering a glimpse into the early solar system and the chaotic processes that go on in the formation of planets. Now, when it comes to the Psyche spacecraft, the adage, good things come in small packages, is fitting. Though the spacecraft could cover the surface of a standard tennis court when its solar razor deployed, what's inside is a compact treasure trove of scientific equipment designed to unlock the mysteries of this asteroid psyche and possibly of our solar system. But let's not forget, the spacecraft itself is a marvel of modern engineering, equipped to survive six-year-long journey to the vacuum of space to reach its distant target. The first piece of equipment we should talk about is a magnetometer. This is not just a run-of-the-mill instrument. It's a specialized equipment to detect ancient magnetic fields. If Psyche does turn out to be the core of a long disintegrated planet, then traces of a magnetic field could provide game-changing insights into planetary science. The magnetometer will scour the asteroid for such traces, potentially helping us understand the magnetic properties of celestial bodies that never really got the chance to become fully fledged planets. Now then there's the gamma ray and neutron spectrometer, another critical device on board. Its role is to perform a kind of elemental analysis of the asteroid. By detecting gamma rays and neutrons, this instrument can help us understand the chemical elements that make up psyche, effectively deciphering its composition. This can answer questions like whether the asteroid is nickel or iron or other metals, and by extension, shed light on the elements that make up planetary cores. Now, last but not least, a multispectral imager. This will capture detailed images of Psyche, but it goes far beyond simple photography. The imager will capture data across various wavelengths, allowing scientists to assess the mineral composition and topography of the asteroid. In tandem with the other instruments, this imager completes a holistic toolkit for space exploration. Additionally, the Deep Space Orbital Communications System will experiment with long-range laser communications technology, a pioneering step that could set the stage for future deep space missions. Now, the mission timeline spans almost six years and covers an enormous distance. The spacecraft will use a solar electric propulsion system and get a gravity assist from Mars on its way. And upon arrival in 2029, it will spend around 26 months studying the asteroid. The spacecraft is expected to begin transmitting images to Earth as soon as it detects the asteroid, allowing us a visual treat along with scientific data. Delays have plagued this mission, with the original launch date in August of 2022 being pushed back. The reasons include software issues and operational challenges. And to tackle these, NASA added more team members and even revised its hybrid work policy to increase on-site collaboration. And all the hard work seems to be paying off at NASA, SpaceX, and the Psyche mission managers recently conducted a flight readiness review, certifying the mission for final launch preparations. And with last minute simulations and fine tuning, the spacecraft appears set for its groundbreaking journey to explore the metal rich asteroid. The launch window has been adjusted to be between October 12th and October 25th, giving the teams more time to complete flight ready checks, and ensure everything is in order. We're now closer than ever to uncovering the secrets that could redefine our understanding of planetary cores in the formation of rocky planets like Earth and also our solar system. Finally, we're focusing on the U.S. electric vehicle market, which recently hit an impressive milestone with over 300,000 EV sales in just the third quarter. But interestingly, Tesla's market share has decreased, We'll be examining these sales figures and looking into what the future holds for Tesla and other automakers in the ever-competitive EV space today. And for the first time, electric vehicle sales in the U.S. crossed the 300,000 mark in a single quarter. This comes as a result of heightened market activity, which has seen a surge in demand for a wider variety of EV options. Notably, while Tesla remains a dominant force in the industry, Its market share has decreased to just half of the overall pie, a slip from the 62% they held earlier in the year. This transition has taken place in a market that's becoming highly contested. With the economic landscape characterized by high inflation and soaring borrowing costs, automakers have made aggressive moves to attract new customers. It's not just the traditional giants. New entrants like Rivian are exceeding expectations and making waves in the industry. Price wars have ignited across the industry, with Tesla spearheading this trend. As a result, average EV prices dropped to $50,683 in September, a decline from $52,212 in the prior month. Though Tesla initiated the price reductions, the strategy was adopted by other players, which helped drive more sales across the board. However, Tesla has been struggling to meet market expectations for quarterly deliveries, an issue exacerbated by factory upgrades for newer versions of their vehicles. So what's next for Tesla? Well, the much-anticipated Cybertruck could be the catalyst for re-establishing Tesla's market dominance. When Tesla launched the Model S back in 2012, it had virtually no competition. Most American EV options at the time were rudimentary, like neighborhood electric vehicles, like the Nissan Leaf. Tesla used this head start to build a massive lead, but over time, that lead had diminished. Several factors contribute to this trend as well. Firstly, while Tesla's more affordable models like the Model 3 and Model Y continue to see impressive sales figures, its more luxurious Model S and Model X cars have lost traction. According to automotive news, Model S registrations fell by 51% in the first half of this year compared to the same period last year. Model X sales dropped 18% as well. Secondly, competition is no longer sitting idly. Brands like Chevy, Volkswagen, and Hyundai are making significant strides in the market. For instance, Chevy's Bolt EUV sales more than doubled year over year, from 11,774 units last year to 27,802 this year. Third, while Tesla doesn't spend money on advertising... Other automakers do. General Motors has been pumping money into advertising its electric vehicles. And as a result, it's now owning 6% of the U.S. EV market. Tesla was the early bird to the EV market, but the landscape changed dramatically. There are far more competitors today, including new entrants like Rivian, like we talked about before, which saw exponential growth in sales this year. A critical question facing Tesla is whether it needs to innovate further to maintain or extend its market share. Tesla's long-promised $25,000 sub-Model 3 has been on the drawing board for years, but hasn't come to fruition. Meanwhile, rivals are filling their product lineups to cater to a broader array of consumer needs. Tesla has stated that factory downtime impacted its global third-quarter sales, but this seems like a transient issue that doesn't really explain the decline in market share. And according to Experian data, Tesla shares of the market dropped from 65.1% a year ago to 58% currently. And while Tesla does maintain a commanding lead, the question is, for how long can they keep it? While Tesla and other companies are rushing to launch electric pickup trucks, recent studies suggest that pickup truck buyers are the most resistant to adopt EVs. The reluctance stems from concerns about charging infrastructure, range in price. When compared to the sales of conventional trucks, the numbers for electric trucks are paltry. Brands like GM and Ford are trying to buck the trend. For example, Ford has sold about 12,000 of its lightning electric trucks so far this year. However, the numbers are still marginal compared to traditional pickups. The entry point for electric pickups is high as well. Uh, even with initial promises of more affordable pricing, the costs have risen. For instance, the least expensive Rivian R1T starts at $73,000, way above the comfort zone for most potential buyers. And research also indicates that potential preferences seem to play a role in a vehicle's choice. Pickup truck buyers are more likely to lean conservative and opt for vehicles that are powerful, rugged, and prestigious. Traits not often associated with electric pickups. And the appetite for electric vehicles in the United States is growing albeit more so for compact and mid-sized cars than for pickup trucks, data shows a strong demand for EVs in the $35,000 to $49,999 price range, which means Tesla's Model 3 and Y continue to remain vital for the company's future success. The government is also doing its part to accelerate the shift towards EV mobility. With a focus on creating charging infrastructure and offering tax credits for EV purchases, These initiatives will likely catalyze the market further, benefiting all players, not just Tesla. And the combination of rising competition, governmental policy, and consumer preferences will continue to shape this sector. Tesla's performance in the coming quarters will be scrutinized as never before. Will they manage to regain lost ground, or will we see a new leader in the U.S. EV market? Well, we're not going to know for a little while because Tesla still has a pretty good lead on everybody else. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed today's discussion, please hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast platform that you're listening on right now. It's free. Takes a moment. And remember, all of our episodes are about 10 minutes or under, allowing you to catch up quickly. So until next time, stay curious, take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll see you in the next one.